You're listening to episode 159 of the Fitz Pro podcast, and today is all about Instagram. So, if you have a brand or business on Instagram, and that is particularly in the space of health and fitness, today's episode is going to be for you. We are going over six reasons that you may not be quote unquote or feel quote unquote successful on the gram and what you can do about that to fix it. So, without further The FitzPro Podcast is your no BS approach to seeking out truth in the world that is online health and fitness. You'll see through the lens of the trainer, the trainee, and the entrepreneur. I'm your host, Annie Miller, certified strength and conditioning specialist, entrepreneur, lover of sleep, lattes, and dinosaurs, aka not your average FitzPo. And my aim is to help you grow your mind, body, and business through knowledge and authenticity so that you too can become a FitzPro. Assuming you are here for the business side of things, make sure you check out my free on-demand workshop, Your Biz Your Way, Three Steps to Build a Profitable Online Health and Fitness Business. You can check that out in the show notes or register at anniemiller.co backslash workshop dash register. And while you are over on the sites, you can go to anniemiller.co slash resources. That is where you will find all of the free things that I have created for you if you are a trainer, trainee, or entrepreneur. I would also like to thank Legion Athletics. I have been using Legion for over a year now, um, and they are the number one brand of all natural sports supplements in the world. They have 100% formula transparency. If you don't know what that means, it's simply that they claim to be backed by science and they actually provide that science for you. So the dosages and the ingredients that they use, you can see the scientific literature and click on the studies that show you the justification for that use within their products, which I very much so appreciate because supplements are largely unregulated and that is not the case for Legion. So if you're in the market for supplements, adding protein, adding creatine, getting some vitamins in, then I highly suggest checking out Legion Athletics. Use code Annie at checkout to get 20% off your first order. You can also use code Annie to get double Legion reward points. If you are already a customer, you need to go to buylegion, B-U-Y legion.com and use code Annie. All right, Instagram, Instagram, Instagram. Over the last month or so, Instagram has created a lot of updates. It's really been far past a month, but there have been a lot of them, particularly in the last month being June. And creators and consumers alike are feeling the effects of the constant updates by Instagram. That is what brings up today's episode because it got me thinking about myself and those of us who have been on the app for five plus years. Today's episode is not going to necessarily be a feel-good one, but I do hope that you can be real with yourself and objectively question whether any of these apply to you. So they're going to be pretty straightforward. They might seem a bit brash or a bit harsh, um, but really try to look through to the point of whatever it is that I am saying, and again, see if it applies to you. Because in reality, the opposite of these is how you are going to enjoy your time on the app and grow on the app. So I do think it's worth a listen. I hope it is helpful. And growth is, and engagement is technically why you are there from a business standpoint, why you're on Instagram. Yes, we want to be an interactive or have an interactive audience and we need to generate income from that audience, but growth 
So the audience size will always be needed to some extent. We will run out of our organic audience and we do want to push growth on the gram among other things. So let's get into six reasons why you may not be successful or what you consider to be successful on Instagram or feel like you're being unsuccessful on Instagram. To be clear, I am viewing success in this episode as being able to generate new followers, even if people aren't following. And what I mean by that is when you look at your insights and you go to audience, you will see followers and unfollows and net new followers. I am far less concerned with your net new followers because that could be negative, right? But I am much more concerned with just the fact that you're getting 70 to 100 new people per month in your audience. So just the follows is what I am most concerned with. That's a big deal. That's 100 people you didn't have and who didn't know who you were, who didn't know what your products were, who might be a good client for you. So we need to focus on those people rather than seeing, oh, I have net negative or people unfollowed me. They are no longer your worry. They are gone. So let's focus on the people who have chose to follow you in the last week, month, 90 days, whatever insights you are looking at. Success is having an audience who DMs you from your stories, who asks you questions, who comments on your posts, who tags you in their stories. This in my eyes is what success looks like on Instagram from a social standpoint. And then yes, of course, generating actual clients and sales from the app from a business standpoint, both are needed. So the first reason that you may not be successful on Instagram is that you don't like it. In Fitzboro Foundations, we talk about what social platforms you should be on. And one of the criteria for that is that you actually enjoy the app itself as a consumer and you enjoy the type of content that is created on that app, or at least, you know, one of the types of content that you can create. You are essentially going to resent even getting on the app, let alone creating content for the app, if you have a distaste for it, which makes sense. It's just like health and fitness or anything that you are attempting to do and adhere to. If you do not enjoy it, it gets exponentially harder to stick with the process and to quote unquote, like we all say, trust the process. If there is no joy in it for you, if it feels like a drag every single time you have to do something for that app. Posting every day on Instagram, being in your stories, answering DMs, doing market research to create new content, being in this continual cycle is going to require you to do all of those things when you do not feel like it if you don't like the app. So the more that you can actually enjoy wherever it is that you do create content, the easier it is going to be, I think. That's my logic anyway. Even with the annoyances of the algorithm, and the changes that are made to Instagram super frequently these days, all of the updates, I try to make a point that it is still my favorite social media app. So though I may complain about those things, I'm still there and I'm still going to be there because it is my favorite social app to be on as a consumer and as a business. When I take a week off of Instagram, which I recently did, I genuinely miss interacting with my audience and also taking in content from the people that I choose to follow from a consumer standpoint. I follow people that entertain me, that I get value from, and that I may not have access to outside of the app. So you don't have to absolutely love Instagram, but I do want you to think about how you can enjoy it more 
from a consumer standpoint, and then hopefully how you can enjoy it more from a organic creator standpoint in looking at that. And I want to be clear because I have said this before that it I would probably not be on Instagram or I would be on Instagram in a much less aggressive manner in much less of a capacity if I didn't have a business. And I do think that that's, that's mostly true, but it still stands that of the social media platforms available, it is my favorite app. So number one simply is you may not be successful on the app because you literally just don't enjoy it. You don't like it. Number two is that you're not using it organically. And when I say organically, I mean as the app was created. So maybe we're trying to force something that doesn't make sense for this app. You aren't going to be able to optimize it because you're not creating from how Instagram was organically created, what the purpose of it is. This piggybacks off of my last statement under reason number one. A couple of my one-on-one business clients took a break from posting about their areas of focus or areas of expertise for a week or so and just posted about life and whatever came up. It was far more entertaining for their audience and it gave them a mental break from trying to check all of the boxes of Instagram, which I've talked about before. It also reminded all of us what Instagram is from an organic standpoint. And when I say us, I mean all of my one-on-one business clients and myself. It's a social media app for people to share their lives and connect with others. At, At its core, that is what it is. So I just want to encourage you to tap into that if you feel like you are kind of getting stuck in the grind, in the rat race of checking all of those Instagram boxes, trying to do all of the right things, have a hook, have a call to action, use quick transitions in your reel, use all of the gifts in the features in your stories, do two reels per day. It's a lot. It's, it's a full-time job or it can feel that way. And sometimes it's helpful to just take a step back and remember what app we are on and how you can tap into the humanness of the app and why consumers are there in the first place. So think about that. In a very applicable sense, this is thinking about how daily humor, mom relatability, storytelling can be inserted into your brand. Sometimes we get very rigid And again, we lose sight of that humanness. So plug some of that back in if you're feeling that way, whether it be in stories, reels, or just static posts in the way that you speak and the way that you show up. I know another coach right now who is creating reels just for fun. And those are going in his real feed versus in his main feed. So he's just playing around organically as as a consumer and a creator on the app. That's another experience or exercise, excuse me, that you could possibly do in order to just reconnect with the purpose of the app and why it's there and why, again, consumers are there. Because we have to remember we are coming at this from a creator standpoint, but I always encourage you to observe yourself as a consumer because that can lead what we do as creators. The next one is the fact that you don't view it as a relationship building platform. Now, you may objectively know that that is what it is, but you are not behaving in that way. And there's a difference there. This is super important, especially when viewing things from a business standpoint. We have to remember that social media is for building parasocial relationships, which can be very strange. I am about to create my pinned posts, like the three top pinned posts um, on Instagram that exist at the moment of this episode. And I talk about parasocial relationships and expectations you know, within that for my audience. 
but more than on any other thing or platform that we use for our business, Instagram especially has the ability to expedite trust, knowability, and likability, which are all needed for sales. Where else do we get daily access to our audience where they can literally message us, comment on our posts, get interaction directly from us for free? Are we understanding how important that is and how valuable that is? Relationships take effort for sure. And in this relationship, again, it's a parasocial relationship. It gets weird because people think they know you because they feel that way, but you don't know them and they don't know you. So it's, it's very strange. In that relationship though, you are the initiator. So it's important that you know your role on Instagram as the leader of a business. You are leading your audience. So step into that role and think about how maybe you can lead that relationship better. What can you ask for from your audience? How can you actually quote unquote meet them where they're at? So take a step back and really observe yourself and how you view the app and how you're behaving as though you view the app and what Instagram could be doing for you from a relationship standpoint, and then obviously a sales standpoint, if you were to embrace the relationship building aspect of the app. That leads us right into number four. You're not genuinely curious about your audience and learning what they need and what they like and or you're inconsistent in doing that. So this is again, kind of back to that relationship piece. First off, identifying your ideal client is very helpful with this. I do have a free download for that. It is just called your ideal client avatar creator. It's 25 questions. You'll figure out who your ideal client is. Um, You can check that out at anniemiller.co slash ICA and download it for free. But this is about genuinely being curious about the people who have chosen to follow you, which is a big deal. Like I mentioned earlier, you could have 70 to 100 new people joining your audience every month. Now, I realize that not all of those people are going to see every single piece of content. They're not going to engage with everything. They may just be a lurker. They may not be watching your stories. Maybe they're only watching your stories. But if I stuck 70 people in front of you right now, it would feel like a very big deal to you. 70 people who chose to follow you, who looked at your account, who saw a piece of content and were like, yes, I want to take in more information from this person. So don't sleep on that, please. Like understand the weight of that. We should be very grateful. So that's just a little bit of perspective to never let go of in the journey of attempting to grow on Instagram or feel successful on Instagram. Get curious about those people from both a personal and from a business standpoint, because business is personal. You're working with human beings. And yes, from an objective standpoint, the more we can learn from these people, the past experiences within our field, what motivates them, that will help us to better understand what content we can create to help them and what offers they need in order to make whatever changes it is that they're trying to make. So be genuinely curious uh, from a personal standpoint, but also know that that will benefit you from a business standpoint. Curiosity is where you are going to create some of your best content. Have fun with this. Uh, Pull your audience, make it easy for them. Start with playful stuff for fun. Like, what are you doing this weekend? What is a goal you have for the week? What did you do last week? Um, And then over time, people will be more and more open to asking you business-related questions that are specific to whatever it is that you do. You can also give them some bumpers. So tell them to ask questions about meal prep 
or to fill in an area that they're struggling with, with meal prep. And then you can give them direct coaching for free as you answer that in your stories. At the end of the day, yes, businesses make money and they need to make money, but hopefully the motivation for that money is to help people and share your passion. We want to meld both of those things. That is my personal view of business. And so that is the lens which I see these things through and which I see Instagram through. All right, two more. The second to last one, number five, is that you're looking at what someone with 250,000 followers, let's say, is doing instead of people with 1,000 followers. Now, I understand the logic in looking at someone that is where you eventually want to be and attempting to pull what they do and to do that, but they didn't go from 300 to 250,000. So what got them from 300 to 1,000 might not be what got them to 1,000 to 10,000 and then 10,000 to 100,000, right? There are differences there from point A to B, B to C, C to D, et cetera, et cetera. This really applies to probably every area of business, if we're being honest. At the end of the day, relatable and shareable content and applicable content is what's going to get you growth. And it's what probably got that person growth, especially in the beginning. And that's the end of story, no matter what changes on Instagram. It is forever an app that thrives off of audience engagement. So everything we've talked about thus far is what's going to help you grow, is learning about your audience, is creating content for your audience, is entertaining and creating things that are shareable, which typically are relatable, which is why understanding your audience and your ideal client is so important. And maybe those people that have those 250,000 followers did focus on relatable content and shareable content, but the content itself might not currently work that they are creating. So just be wary of your own kind of observations on the app and who or what you are trying to replicate within your own content. I've talked briefly before on in, in Instagram posts about what you can afford at different stages of your growth on Instagram as well as in business. Someone who has 250,000 followers does not need to post every day. They do not need to probably create reels They do not need to abide by a lot of the same tactics and rules that maybe you need to abide by in order for you to grow your under 10,000 followers or so. That's the point that I am getting at here. Kind of know what season you're in, know where you're at and what you need to do in order to grow versus looking at someone who is maybe years ahead of you. Last up is you are expecting quick results and I know I know that, again, a lot of these objectively you probably know, but it's important to observe ourselves, even if we know something objectively, to see if we are behaving in that truth or not. Now more than ever, quick results are not to be expected on Instagram. It doesn't mean they can't happen, but certainly, you know, celebrate that if it happens, but do not depend on it. Results have never been quick on Instagram from my experience, but even more so now. On the flip side, you also have much more opportunity than ever before to experiment with different types of content, with going viral, and how to capitalize on some of the features that Instagram has now uh, in comparison to in the past when it really was just a photo and a caption, right? So though Instagram can be overwhelming, look at all of the options you have to leverage in order to get in front of more people. 
So be in this for the long haul. Be eager to learn about your audience and the app. Attempt to curate it so that you can enjoy it from a consumer standpoint. Really audit that if you haven't in a while. Uh, And remember that you are on social media, specifically Instagram, that was designed for connection and to build parasocial relationships and see what some of those mental shifts can do for you in how you are currently showing up on Instagram. I hope this episode was helpful for you. Finally, if you did love this episode, please give it five stars, leave a written review wherever you can, Apple Podcasts, um, Spotify, wherever. And if you are not on my main mailing list, make sure that you are because there are podcast listener discounts at the bottom of every weekly email. You can check that out at anniemiller.co slash news. Until next time, I am Annie Miller and thank you for tuning into the Fitz Pro Podcast. Podcast.